Football is back, baby! And we're back to see Mahomes sling beautiful balls all over the field. And your friends at Manscaped are here to help you sling your beautiful balls all season long. With Manscaped's state-of-the-art technology, we'll have your weapon looking more loaded than the AFC Wests. Football may be rough, but your ball care doesn't have to be with Manscaped. So join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. Do it. Ever recording? I'm ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, but are you recording. are. Yeah, you make me so horny, big boy. Aye. <laughs> yeah, that's all the girls say. <laughs> they all tell me that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's that man bun. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> but some of it's come out. Look, I got these all like, I got my hair trimmed recently, and doesn't all now doesn't all fit in the man bun. I have to spray it down. I gotta shellac wow. it. You look like uh, that doll from uh, Rugrats, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> Angelica's doll. Do I look like the doll before or after I got lost and went through the sewers? Yes. Okay, I'll give you at least pre-sewers, Cynthia. Okay, good. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's because you haven't pooped yourself yet, but you know, there's still time. You know what? Off the record, I can't tell who is like a starving artist who's stinkingly filthy rich and who's homeless in Bushwick sometimes based on like the fashion. I just don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening uh, for the record. You can't say off the record when you are uh, being recorded on the internet, because that kind of oh. defeats the purpose of saying off the record. You know what I mean? Like you kind of, I stand by what I, I said, what I said. <laughs> All <laughs> right, there, there we go. So we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris... Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts in time. It's the Fratchet Podcast. And wait a second, I'm Carlos Garcia, and this is Chris Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? <laughs> I just realized man? I've never said our names. I've never once said who the fuck we are while we introduce the podcast, and maybe I should. <laughs> you always say, how you doing, Mr. Moe? I'm like, good, yeah. you... You know yeah, what? and we do our thing. So I got to introduce ourselves in case we have new listeners every episode. We're like, who the fuck are these guys? You know, maybe I should have done that all these years, but who knows? Yeah, just assume that they know us. Yeah, you know? so that was Carlos Garcia and the sound of God that you're hearing at this very moment is Chris Moore. Also known as uh, Seymour Johnson in the Fluffer Biz. That was his pseudo name, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just playing homage to his real name, but, you know, just a little different. 
Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with big old guns and a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. I mean, most t-shirts are way too tight in the wrong places or look way too big and boxy in others. If you're spending countless hours at the gym trying to look good, why not spend five minutes to finally get a t-shirt that fits right? True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Plus, our listeners get access to the absolute best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the code FRATCHAT at trueclassic.com. So, uh, anything new with you? Uh, mm, I don't think so. No. Nope. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> uh, well, I am getting ready. I'm gearing up to the greatest comedy show of all time, you guys, on Friday, September 16th. Of course, we're at but the Brian. Wow, I really butchered that. The Broadway <laughs> Comedy Club. <laughs> I just had like a stroke on air, you guys. Uh, call 911. <laughs> and we have a stock lineup because Mr. Mo has to travel meh, to go do. I'll like, be in Austin. Cool, yeah, ugh, cool. He's like he's he's gonna be over there banning abortion stuff. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> Meanwhile, we'll be over here. I think Austin's progressive. Yeah, it is progressive. It's very fun, and I was actually supposed to go there uh, right before the pandemic hit for a bachelor party. And eat all the barbecues. So you have to eat all the barbecues. Anyways, the greatest comedy show of all time. It's going to be hosted by Ron Prendermano. We got Chanel Ali headline from Comedy Central. We got James Camacho from CBS and Kevin Hart's LOL Network. Of course, we got myself, as seen on MTV, baby, on HuffPost, right here on the Fred Chat Podcast. We got the hilarious Christiana Jackson, who you've seen on Cash Cab. We have Lindsay Thyssen from the Make Me Laugh Albany Comedy Festival. This lineup is stacked, so make sure you come check us out. Make me proud. Yeah, baby. Tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show, or check out the Broadway Comedy Club website and use promo code FRATCHAT. Save yourself 15% on those tickets. So check us out, New York City. It's going to be a blast. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. You know, just uh, writing, performing, making jokes, being funny, pooping. Did you do anything for Labor Day? Uh, well, I went to another wedding. Uh oh, is the lady getting the itch? Is she like, where <laughs> is my ring? Well, she gets it like once a month, but you know, I just take her to the doctor and we give her some pills and it goes away. It's okay, yeah, drug her. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think we're good for a while. You know, I think I think we're good with the puppy life. You know, that's already like a lot for us right now. So, you know, maybe in like maybe like twenty years. 20 years I, I know i know she can hear me somewhere and she's like yeah right you son of a bitch uh, <laughs> do you think you two will want kids yes for sure okay who's gonna carry them yeah well i i feel like i'll take the first one you know what i mean uh then that's my excuse to gain some weight again because i'm working on losing it so eventually i like to fluctuate up and down so give me an excuse to win some game some you money. don't need to lose weight if you had the true classic tea that's true that's true. Those are fantastic. Uh, they really do make you look good, dude. I don't know how they just figured out the perfect design. Where I, I look at the pictures I took of myself in those things, and I was like, damn, I look good. I feel good. I, I feel more confident than Jim. I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I saw, I saw that vid. 
Mr. Simo getting his pump on. Trying, yeah, dude. Baby. Yikes. Yeah, um, I wonder sure. if 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 a mom is breastfeeding her kid and her titties are sore, can she just pass it off to the husband to like be a decoy and just let the baby suck on those nips for a little bit? I mean, I guess, but nothing's going to come out unless she's on steroids. Yeah, nothing's going to come out, but it, I mean, maybe keep the baby busy for a little bit. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's very weird. Oh. It's, it's a thousand percent weird. Well, we, I don't even know why. how you thought of this. Uh, we should probably stop recording right now. And call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing you've ever said on the show. Well, I you said some doozies. <laughs> I feel like when you get married, you know, and you, you have a baby, working out becomes less of a priority. But if you're developing yeah. man boobs, put them male titties to work. Yeah. Well, maybe you can dip your tits in chocolate syrup or something. Dad, yeah. <laughs> 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 dad. <laughs> just offer the kid a different flavor. I'm dipping mine. I'm dipping mine in butter. whiskey. <laughs> yeah, put a little. Uh, get get one of those like canned cheese. Like, shh, shh, shh. go at it, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Papa. I love you, Papa. <laughs> I can't come to the phone. I'm feeding. Support for today's episode comes from Vincera Collective. If you're not familiar with Vincera yet, then what are you doing, man? They make exceptionally crafted and stylish watches at affordable prices. Other premium handcrafted watches have these insane markups. It's crazy. Now you can finally own a high quality and lasting timepiece without going broke. And the best part. Listeners of this podcast are getting hooked up, man. Because that's what we do. We hook it up. Because we're cool with them. We're cool with Vincero. We're like this. We're very tight. So now you're getting hooked up to save even more with the biggest discount they offer. So if you're looking for the perfect accessory to help elevate your style, for a limited time only, get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with your exclusive promo code FRATCHAT at VinceroCollective.com. Yeah, <laughs> that's the cops coming from you for suggesting a fucking baby sucks yeah. on a man's nips. <laughs> I think why not? <laughs> you know, I've been known to put all sorts of things in my mouth. I say, get them started early. Ooh, just kidding, I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, speaking of taking it back. Uh, I have a feeling that this person wishes they could take it back because I have a story for you just tomorrow that I got okay. from cbsnews.com. And this one, very close to home, right here in New Jersey. As a New Jersey man was arrested after prosecutors say he tried to hire a cheap hitman to kill a 13-year-old girl. That's right. A 13-year-old girl. And this story comes, from, like I said, from CBSNews.com. and notes that a 57-year-old New Jersey man was federally charged, accused to hire a cheap, uh, hit federally. man to kill thir- Yeah, and you'll hear why. This gets convoluted and, and more idiotic by the, by the sentence. And he tries to kill this 13-year-old girl in Texas. So that's where you can probably guess where this is going. So his name is Armando Consenciao, which is spelled in a very Portuguese way. 
So I think uh, I think it's just Dorse Mario and costume, and he's ice. And he was in Newark, and he was charged with one count each of conspiracy to commit murder for hire and causing another to travel interstate or using interstate facilities with intent that a murder for hire be committed. So that's where he starts getting into federal offenses. Um, Apparently, in May of last year, Constanciao held a meeting with this person who is uh, only identified by the federal indictment as Individual One and provided him with the victim's address, photography, and cash, according to the indictment. And Individual One then drove from New Jersey to Texas, where he stayed for about a week, during which time he took like pictures of the little girl's home and like, surrounding areas before going back to New Jersey. Now, that fast forward to November that same year, Constanciao met with Individual One again, discussed a plan to kill the girl. And according to the indictment, Individual One told Constanciao that he knows a guy, because there's always a guy, you know, who is, I quote, cheap, and he's charging 15 bucks, 10 bucks, problem solved. <clears throat> so during the meeting, according to the indictment, Individual one asked if the whole family's there, how's it going to be? And Constanciao allegedly told the guy to follow through with the plan and murder the girl, adding, finish with the rest, I don't care. Essentially, kill them all. And now the prosecutors did not provide a possible motive for Constanciao or his connection to the girl. The identity, identity of Individual one was also not released. Note the girl is safe, authorities said. There was no word on how the alleged plan was discovered or possibly thwarted. I have a feeling individual one, Nart, you know, if it's just me, if, uh, if convicted as charged for this, Constanciao faces a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. And now this guy might have taken an L in this attempt. But don't worry, Armando Constanciao, because you're a big winner this week. As we get our latest idiot of the week. Like, what, kind of an ish, what kind of an idiot could you possibly be? And what kind of an issue could you possibly have had with a 13-year-old girl when you decide to hire a fucking hitman to take her out? And second, why would you ever trust a hitman that charges $15 to commit a murder? Come on, man. I know. I was, I was thinking that too. You know what? He might get fined $250,000 and he's got it because he saves so much money on the hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, that's just a lot of effort. You're beat. Plus, it's like it sounds like he's from South America, and he should know better than this. I was gonna say that's your forte down there. Yeah, like we know what the fuck we're doing over there. Oh, so yeah. he deserves all this. You know, he could have like called his uncle for better advice. So he deserves to have the book thrown at him because that's just stupid. So he gets our idiot of the week. Take him away, Your Honor. Take him away. I feel like now, like kids are definitely. I feel like they're definitely smarter in some ways. So don't get me wrong, Gen Z. There's you guys. Are involved in politics and shit, trolled the shit out of Donald Trump. I'm very impressed with Gen Z, but I do feel like some of you are very much physically weaker. So all you got to do to fuck with a 13 year old is just like I don't know, like put gluten in her diet or some shit. And she's just like, <laughs> like when you give a Gremlin water, like <laughs> just just throw a peanut at him. Like oh my god, I haven't seen a peanut. <laughs> Since 2002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. So I don't know. I just feel like this guy 
he did too much and also too little and doing too much. You know what I mean? Like, like he did way too much in hiring yeah. this this hitman and all this plan, but at the same time, like did the absolute least amount possible to do too much. It's like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. I can't think of anyone except for Ted Cruz that really ruins my day I, from Texas. I, hate that guy. I feel like I feel like no one in Texas has that much of a splash to carry over and get me wet in New yeah. York. You know what I mean? So like. What's it? What? What on earth could you have against a thirteen-year-old yeah. in general? And why a thirteen-year-old all the way in Texas? Like, jeez, dude. Uh, uh, I wouldn't even want to. I wouldn't even want to hire a hitman for Ted Cruz. I just want to hire like a guy dressed like a mariachi who like shows up to his house, right? And he like knocks on the door, and Ted Cruz opens the door, and then he stops and he <laughs> kicks him in the nuts. And then when Ted Cruz falls, he takes his dog and runs and just leaves him there. And that's what I would want to hire someone to do. I was going to say, save the dog. Yeah, exactly. Get that dog out of there. It's really a dog rescue mission, but also a kick, kick Ted Cruz in the nuts mission. That's pretty fun. Just saying. That sounds, that yeah. sounds like a good day. But anyways. Agreed. I think that was a successful idiot of the week. And it led to uh, making fun of Ted Cruz, which means this was a successful day. <laughs> so anyways. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's time to get to it, Mr. Mo, because we have an epic tournament to conclude, my friend. Yes. We have the greatest 80s movie tournament of all time in progress. Now, last week, we begun one of the most difficult episodes yet putting all of our favorite 80s movies together to battle out for 80s movie supremacy. And we ain't done yet! Because it's time to figure out the end. The winner of the greatest 80s movie of all time. Now, to refresh your memory, last week we had The Goonies uh, versus The Breakfast Club. The Goonies won. We had Who Framed Roger Rabbit versus Little Mermaid. And Roger Rabbit won. We had Ghostbusters versus Beetlejuice with Ghostbusters winning. We have Back to the Future versus Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure with Back to the Future winning. We had Big versus the Blues Brothers with the Blues Brothers winning. We have Pee-wee's Big Adventure versus Risky Business with Pee-wee's Big Adventure winning. We had The Empire Strikes Back versus Raiders of the Lost Ark with Raiders of the Lost Ark coming out of the home ahead. We had Terminator versus Die Hard with Terminator saying, I'll be back because he's going to the next round. We had Gremlins versus E.T. And of course, E.T. won. We had The Shining versus Aliens. The Shining won. And we had The Battles of the Stallones with Rambo First Blood versus Rocky Three with Rocky Three getting the KO. So this leaves us with a very epic uh, round two in which you have The Goonies versus Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We have The Ghostbusters versus Back to the Future. We have the Blues Brothers versus Pee-wee's Big Adventure. We have The Empire Strikes Back versus The Terminator. We have E.T. the Extraterrestrial versus The Shining. And we have Rocky Three versus, wait a minute, there's no spot for a movie. Why? Because brackets are weird and they deserve to get buys. But we don't do buy rounds in this Frat Chat podcast, so we decided to do something a little bit better. We're going to bring a movie back from the dead, you guys, because sometimes everybody deserves a second chance. Unless you're uh, this asshole from the last story, I'm Rondo Constancial. He doesn't like it. 
he's <laughs> lost cause, you guys. Lost cause. But these movies, one of them does. So Mr. Seymour and I are each going to pick a movie here that we think... Little Women? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Little Women. <laughs> that we think should have not got eliminated. Or maybe it just had a tough battle and it should come back. And then we're going to settle it the old-fashioned way to see who battles back in three. We're going to flip a coin, you guys. That's right. You can see. Well, Simo can see. And then maybe you know, you guys who watch this on video can see. This is just a regular coin. I'm not going to cheat. From Chuck yes, E. Cheese. that's right. <laughs> and uh, it's a Chuck E. Cheese yes, token. Seymour and I are going to flip my Chuck E. Cheese token here because we've each pick a movie that we think should be saved. And uh, let's see. Who's going to face up against Rocky? I personally picked Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 1989. I thought, uh, you know, it just had a really tough matchup. It's Back to the Future. I thought it could have won versus another matchup. You know what I mean? And maybe made its way to the top. So I think Bill and Ted, it's too excellent not to get another chance. So excellent. Bring it back. What about you, Mr. Mo? Do you know why I'm not so big on Bill and Ted for this? To me, it just reminds me so much of the 90s. I understand that it was technically 89. Yeah. But just their lingo just makes me think of like early 90s. So I think, uh, to me, I categorize it It makes me think so much of the 80s. The fashion, the rock and roll, the... Uh, you know, it was like metal rock, but it wasn't, you know, it's that flashy 80s rock. Uh, the traveling back in time, very similar to Back to the Future, actually, in some ways. But I think it influenced Dumb and Dumber, and I feel like it influenced, um, oh, who's ex- the Mike Myers and, uh, um, and Dana Carvey and Wayne's World, which were, yeah. which were Wayne's classic World. 90s movies. See, those are associated with the 90s. Yeah, that's why I kind of loot them. I loot them all but together. But the previous though. generation I do love has to be Bill the influence the next generation. See? So I definitely, I definitely okay. see these movies. So which one are you trying to And say? we're going to influence the future leaders of America. Yes. Kick Tuck Cruise in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are you trying to save? Who do you think should get a chance and why? You know what? I, I thought about this, and I would want to bring back the okay. Gremlins just because I know so many people who have named their dogs Gizmo. And the Gremlins is like honestly great movie, and one that I very much associate with the '80s. I think uh, that's another one that definitely had a tough matchup in the first round. And uh, oh, I wish I, I wish I had a real life Gizmo. I wish he was real. <laughs> totally but Julie's too clumsy I feel like she would spill water on him and then we'd have a fucking problem definitely finding the right grooming routine is a lot like practicing drills in football Mr. Mo. you can't win a Super Bowl without practicing and you can't have Super Balls without a good grooming routine Meet the best valued bundle yet for the Manscaped Pocket Rockets, the Platinum Package. At QB, we got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, a wily vet who makes sure the unit is running smooth and scoring nonstop. With proprietary advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower limits mistakes that protects the ball. Plus, it's waterproof, so the weather conditions are no issue. Add running back, the Weed Whacker Ear 
and nose hair trimmer built to bust through all the right holes. A hairless nostril just helps it keep a nose for the end zone. On the offensive line, we have our unsung heroes, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. The Trent Williams and Corey Lindsley of Sack Protection, standing strong to keep your boys fresh and clean through all four quarters. At wideout, the cleanest duo in the league, the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. With their rugged scents, they attract both the ball and all the babes in the crowd. Plus, these two leave your skin and scalp feeling more hydrated. That means more plays on the field and less water breaks. And a tight end, the product that makes your end look tight. Manscaped's anti-chafing boxer briefs. A dedicated jewel pouch to increase ball handling and a cool, steady vibe thanks to their moisture-waking fabric. On defense, there's only one thing you'll need, the aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant. With refined cologne-quality fragrance, it keeps sweat and locker room scents from making any ground. Plus, it dries clear so the opponent won't even know what hit him. And Simo knows a thing or two about D, so he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and to top it all off, we throw in the best coach in the league, the Shed Travel Bag, as a free bonus. Built to hold the team together, this travel-sized bag has a fumbled resistance zipper. This has got to be a Super Bowl winning roster, but don't take my word for it. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use promo code FRATCHAT. Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. Remember when um, in in the, I guess, the late 90s or early 2000s, there was the Furbies? Yeah, they're just like that. I feel like, I feel like they were influenced by gremlins oh, absolutely. Like i i even had like a little gremlin like stuffed animal absolutely. as a kid they were definitely i feel like the, it was such a cultural phenomenon they just yeah they're like oh this is cute what can we call it well it is furry <laughs> aha furbies and then boom there we go done we can't call them furries because that's what mom and dad do with those expos <laughs> oh my furbies <laughs> all right so uh we got heads or tail, and I'm going to defer to you, Mr. Mo. Uh, what do you want, heads or tail? I'm always down for head. <laughs> I thought it was tail. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so you're, that's called anal sex, you guys. But anyway, we're right at that. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh! Oh, shit. That was a really far flick. Julie! Help! I need you! <laughs> the quarter fell over there and you have to tell me what it landed on I think it's by don't touch it can't flip it it might be over there by that jar on the ground I think I look for the face of a dead president <laughs> it like hit the mic thing and then just bounced over there to the right Maybe look under here. A suck. No, not a suck. <laughs> Would you like another quarter? Yes, god damn it. This is too intense. I... <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay here in case this happens again. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> is this going to be round two? <laughs> Even more intense. Finish pro 
No, damn it. I flinked it up because I'm a good flicker. <laughs> Is that what you kept me around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's try this again. Simo had heads to save gremlins. I had tails for Bill's and Ted for Bill and Ted's. All right. I found it. Ooh. Oh, you found it. <laughs> well, I mean, I already flicked this one. It landed on heads. Oh my god, and this landed on heads. It was meant to be. It was meant to be, Simo. It was literally can... Thank you, yeah, Julie. They both landed on heads, too. So that was it was not even I texted Julie and I said, just say heads. <laughs> so you lie. There's better there's ten bucks in for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're gonna save Gremlins and it's gonna end up the one facing off against Rocky Three. So okay, we have that figured out. And uh, it's time to get to it, Mr. Mo. We're going to start off at the very tippy top with 1985's The Goonies versus 1988's The Year Papa Was Born, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And this is a tough one. Oh, my gosh. I was born in 1985. So it's a battle of the ages, literally. And uh, I have to say, I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Don't get me wrong, and I don't even want to go against my year, but I do think uh, that The Goonies is one of the most quintessential 80s movies of all time. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to tell someone to watch a, an 80s movie, The Goonies is going to be on the short list. Roger Rabbit is definitely on the long list. That's why I made the tournament. But if I name like top five, even, I got to go with The Goonies. I think, I, I think it's just too classic. Totally. So. Yo estoy de acuerdo. I agree a hundred percent, and I can quote the Goonies, and I can't think of one catchphrase from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I mean, I love Roger Rabbit. I just remember the the sexy redhead had had her her little oh, song, yeah. and I remember the sexy redhead. All right, <laughs> it's one of the first times a cartoon made me feel things. <laughs> that and Pr Princess Jasmine too. <laughs> The ladies may have push-up bras, and guys have these tees. We want to show off our best assets, but we're never given the right fit to do so. Fellas, you're wearing the wrong clothes. You need true classic. Their tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's the perfect fit. The perfect fit? The perfect fit. It's time to highlight your greatest attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. Let's face it. It's tough to find a great fitting tee at a low price these days. It's either too tight in the wrong places or totally not tight enough. It's a struggle. So you have to spend all this money just to get a good fitting tee? It's not cool. But thanks to True Classic Tees, my life is different now, Mr. Mo. They make sure I look good and feel good, too. Plus, they make excellent streetwear and workout tees, too. And they don't break the bank. Not only are you finally getting a t-shirt designed for the male body, but the first thing you'll notice is how soft it is. There are plenty of t-shirt brands out there, but these will be the staple shirts in your closet that you want to wear every day. And True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They're your one-stop shop for all men's essentials. It's super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe, too. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable, all their gear is top-notch quality at an affordable price. Accentuate those pristine, juicy 
muscles you work so hard for with their active wear crew necks. They are moisture wicking, prevent body odor, and will get you noticed. Plus, they have this dope pack builder on their website where you can custom bundle all their essential products and save even more than the discount we're offering you today. And for any of the big boys out there, they have long body options for the tall guys and XXXL sizing. When you wear True Classic, you may even start lifting more reps because when you look good, you feel good. The ladies love it, the dads eat it up, and the boys will thank you for it. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code FRATCHAT. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code FRATCHAT. Strengthen your core wardrobe with True Classic today. Yeah. I was talking about this the other day. I think Princess Jasmine is one of my favorite Disney oh, princesses. She was yeah, spunky. She was a- and she had yeah, great she's a hair. Babe, who could throw oh. a fist? Love her. Mm-hmm. Not like get fisted, throw a fist, you guys. All right, well that was easy. <laughs> yeah, the goonies. Here <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Slick shoes. <laughs> Slick shoes. <laughs> I almost wanted to uh, vote it out in the first round just to piss off uh, Moon Life clothing founder and great friend of the show, Nate Gonzalez, who's a big Goonies fan. And uh, I think he, uh, I do believe he is gunning for this movie to win this whole thing. And uh, I just kind of want to make him cry a little bit. But, you know, he is my DM in our D&D uh, stream that we have. Uh, you can check it out at twitch.tv slash Nate Moonlife. Uh, it's called Goblins Under the Stairs. Pretty funny shit. Pretty good stuff. And he likes to mess with our lives and throw things our ways that sometimes get people killed. So I do kind of want to, you know. Show them how it feels to be powerless. <laughs> but no, I'll be fair. I'll be cool. The, I can't the, be unfair and and ruin the integrity of the tournament, Mister Mo, because people are coming to us from all over the world to listen to us. You know, especially the good people of India, uh, who I haven't given a shout out to in a while. I know you're still listening, and I love you guys. We love you guys. So keep listening, you guys. We we owe we owe them better than just being sold out by my pure hatred. Ginger people, Mr. Bow. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I speaking of gingers, there was a ginger in school, in, in elementary school. His name was Andy, and I used to stand on the chair and I used to scream, Andy! <laughs> you <can't!" laughs> uh, I feel like uh, most ginger kids I knew were severely bullied for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> My hair is looking a little red. Yeah, as that looks very red right there when you turned it. No, you wow. know. What? <sighs> I don't know. It's yeah, karma. Why? Like, see all this dumb shit about what, what, gingers. Now I'm a ginger. Can you imagine that happened to me? <laughs> I'm a daywalker. <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. All this hair, but gingery. I don't know. That would not work. <laughs> that would not Yikes. work. I would kill myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> to, your, to your ginger listeners, we love you guys. You guys are all right. You know, just, yeah. who needs a soul? I had, I had therapy this morning. <laughs> I had there this morning. He said um, he, he, it was virtual, and he was like a half hour late. He said, like, "Hey, sorry, I'm late." I'm like, "It's okay. I'm still fat." Uh, he was like, "This again?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. 
How are things? Awful. I'm fat. So I guess. <laughs> so I guess you'll be checking back in next week, huh? <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, on Simo's depressing life notes, we're gonna move on to the next round. And uh, now, ooh, this is gonna be a tough battle, you guys, because we have 1984's yes. Ghostbusters facing off against 1985's Back to the Future. And these are two heavy hitters in my 80s list. It's true because um, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, phenomenal. Sigourney Weaver, you know what I mean? Like great cast. But then Michael J. Fox and Christopher Christopher Lloyd, I mean, brilliant. I mean, it's this is a star studded. the competition we got here, but but I would have to go with Ghostbusters simply because I was obsessed with all things Ghostbusters as a kid. I was obsessed with the cartoon. I had action figures of of Ghostbusters. I I I had toys galore. I don't remember as a kid buying anything that was Back to the Future related. So I feel like for me as a child, the Ghostbusters had more See, of an impact. I feel like the Ghostbusters has had a very better marketing team because you have all those ghosts and the cool thing. So it's easier yeah. to accessorize versus Back to the Future, which is the car really you could do. And I guess like some of that little knickknacks I'm already playing with. But the car is the most memorable thing. So, however, this is you know, as far as the movie goes – I think Back to the Future is one of the greatest movies of all time, and I cannot turn my back on it, Mister Mo. Which means that we have—I don't—I don't remember oh it. Oh my god, I, just, I did. I do have the benefit of having seen it recently, and I saw Ghostbusters like last year uh, on TV uh, when I was in LA, actually, like December. So I have both of them relatively fresh in my mind. And ah, Back to the Future is so goddamn good. And then just when you think the thrill rides over, it opens up. That there's a sequel coming, and you're like, "What? The story keeps going, but it's so good, it's so good." So, there's three installments, right? Of Back to right. the Future. That's right. Ghostbusters only had two, and then one remake. Yeah, but I mean, oh, and the remake just had a sequel. Oh yeah, it did. Which I do kind of want to see. Uh, Chris Pine is in it, but Paul Rudd's in it, oh, right? It's Chris Pine is Paul Rudd in it. Paul Rudd. Ghostbusters. Yeah, he is. They all look the same. He is in it. You're right. Uh, Oh, and it seems like the original guys are coming back for it, too. So, yeah. And Sigourney Weaver. So, yeah, I definitely got to check that out. But anyways, I like Back to the Future. So we have to have a tiebreaker. And I don't want to believe Julie here because I know she's seen Back to the Future. I don't know if she's seen Ghostbusters. So I think we should call uh, front of the show who I was just ripping on, Nate Gonzalez. And see if he answers because no one has any idea. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna call him, and, but he's a good judge. He's a good judge of character, and let's see. It. I'm gonna call him. Let's call that vegan. <laughs> oh no, vegetarian. <laughs> I think you meant vagine. You know. <laughs> let's call that vagine. <laughs> hey, dude. Ah, yes, we got him. This is an ambush. Mr. Nate Gonzalez, live in the air at the Frat Chat Podcast, the greatest 80s movie tournament of all time. And we have a tiebreaker. We need you already. We, oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. This is a hard one. 
Uh, we have Ghostbusters 1984 versus Back to the Future 1985. And it all comes down to you. It all comes down to this? Yes. All right. Well, I guess uh, Marty should have saw this one coming in the almanac because it's Back to the Future, baby. Woo! Yeah, baby. Suck it, Simo. I also picked Back to the Future. And uh, if you have to give us a why... Uh, what yeah, makes yeah, you say 100%. that? I would say mostly because Back to the Future has that, that universal appeal to it. Um, obviously, Ghostbusters is a fucking classic. And everyone loves it. But there's some scary parts to it that I remember as a kid being like, this is terrifying. Especially huh. like up on the, on the rooftop with the... Uh, oh, yeah. That's creepy. And so, like, you know, kids, everyone, ages uh, two and up to 99 or whatever, as long as you're living, they... Uh, they like Back to the Future, I think. But there's some times in Ghostbusters where it's like, this could be a little scary, maybe a little wacky. Uh, definitely a lot of fun, and uh, obviously it's a great movie, but I think that universal appeal is what does it. Mm, well, there you go. Back to the Future will make it. Suck it, SIBO. And this is why I called you, mate. <laughs> I'll wire you. I'll demo you the $50 when I hang you up, and I'll be cool. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, take care, man. See you. Thanks, dude. I've always loved a good watch. The problem is I could never afford anything I loved. Everything I wanted would cost from the high hundreds to thousands of dollars. It was not cool, man. However, my life changed when I found Vincera Collective. For example, I just wore their Cairo mesh watch in the Mate black color at a wedding. It's sorry to the bride, but all eyes were on me, man. I felt so cool. And the watch cost under $200. No one could believe it. Vincero Collective is a premium lifestyle brand out of San Diego that also makes high quality and affordable sunglasses, jewelry, and more. Vincero Collective is known for their exceptionally crafted and ethically made products for today's most ambitious people. Yeah, that's right. That's some modern pieces that upgrade your look and stand the test of time. Now, there are three words that come to mind when I think of their products. Number one, stylish. Number two, quality. Number three, versatility. And number four, technically, but that's not really a word. It's just like an awesome reaction I get when I see their products. But again, I couldn't count it as a word, so I just stick to stick to those three. You know what I mean? Those are three good words. Vincero also designs everything in-house. They source their own materials, and they produce in small batches. It's not these mass-produced things that you see out there being pumped out of a factory line that lowers their quality. No! They're committed to doing things well or not at all. And that's the way to do it, man. Well or not at all. So for all the boss men and women out there, their watches are a must. They can elevate your look with a twist of the wrist, made with surgical-grade stainless steel, durable silicon, and genuine Italian marble straps. These sleek modern watches come with traditional, automatic, and Japanese quartz movements. It's pretty awesome. All their sunglasses come polarized with 100% UV protection and so many styles to choose from. It's like, whoa, how cool do you want to look at all these crazy styles? The eye-catching and modern designs can go with any outfit or trend, perfect for a day in the office or a date night out. This is the perfect gift for yourself or someone you love. Or me, you know, you can send it over to me. I would appreciate that. And now you can finally look like a baller without having to spend like one. 
but you don't need to take my word for it. With over 30,000 five-star reviews, they have been named GQ's got-to brand for premium lifestyle accessories. Vincero offers you a shopping experience you can trust. And if you need to return or swap, no problem. Vincero's five-year guarantee and 365-day free return policy has you covered. That's right, free return policy. From quality you can feel to style you can't deny, Vincero Collector guarantees to up your game. They can only offer this big of a discount for a limited time. So don't wait. Or it'll be too late. Get 20% off with free shipping site-wide with the promo code FRATCHAT at VinceroCollective.com. Support our show and use promo code FRATCHAT at V-I-N-C-E-R-O Collective.com. I guarantee you that you will find something that fits your style. Shop Vincero today. All right, so it's back to the future because Ghostbusters was too scary <laughs> for little Nate Gonzalez. <laughs> it made him wet himself. That's not the movie's fault. <laughs> There's no reason to judge a man. <laughs> Nate Gonzalez had bad dreams when he saw Ghostbusters. Just because he cries every time he watches that movie to this day is not a reason to make fun of him, all right? <laughs> In, in LA, they're like, hey, do you want to go on the rooftop? The roof? Are there monsters on the roof? <laughs> and then you see a wet stain. Nate, you can hang out down here. <laughs> well, I'll take the W, uh, even if it gets my friend roasted. So sorry. <laughs> Love you, Nate. Thank you. Uh, back to the future. <laughs> so now we have uh this uh there's another fun matchup i mean these are all very good i have to say we have the blues brothers from 1980 versus Wee's big adventure and i'm not gonna lie i feel like there's definitely some movies on here that are gonna make me vote against Wee, but this is not one of them <laughs> 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 I love Pee-wee. I think it's still goddamn funny. To this day, Pee-wee holds up. I think it's just still goddamn. I think the Blues Brothers are very cool. Don't get me wrong, and I and I fuck with them. But as far, like a movie that is still so wacky and clever and just witty and stupid, and it just makes me giggle in all the right places. Uh, I gotta go. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Love. I don't want to say Pee-wee because I think his big adventure is going to <laughs> the big house for child pornography, you know? So I, I just, I don't, I don't want to, but if I'm being honest, I would watch this movie over Blues Brothers yeah. any day of the week. And, and although I, although I think Blues Brothers was a, a fun idea to me, like the plot isn't as exciting as the musical yes. acts. So to me, the Blues Brothers was just kind of like an excuse to put all these all these like really talented people in the same right. film. Um, so I look at, at it as like a collection of music yes. videos, more more than like like a, a, a entire movie. Plot. No, totally, that, that and that's sense? why like I think and no, the, the Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi are two of the funniest people I've ever seen on TV. I or on the big screen. I love them. Uh, but I think the Blues Brothers, I think of them as cooler more than funny. You know what I mean? Like, they're very cool. Uh, and, like, I, I agree. It's like, I just. I'm on a mission from yeah, God. baby. It's just like a cool hit movie. And, then like like you said, it does seem more like an ensemble of music videos uh, versus Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's just everything that happens to him. It's just so funny. Uh, from 
running into large Marge, uh, to saving the pet store, uh, to the dance with the bikers. It's really, to me, is one of the best damn movies I've ever seen. So, It's a fun movie for all ages, even those who are scared to, to look under their bed. <laughs> Bill Nick Gonzalez. You're the ones that get scared doing movies. <laughs> I watched the Pee Wee Playhouse all the time as yeah, a kid. Yeah, that show is Obsessed trippy. With it. <laughs> so when I think of Pee Wee, yeah, of course I think the yeah. 80s. I think of the 80s, I think Pee Wee. Fun fact, Pee Wee Herman was the first face of LA Works eyewear. Really? That they wanted to pick people, uh, uh, they wanted to pick spokespeople who were like a little, you know, different. So instead of going with like a supermodel, they were like, we want PB Herman. Um, and it just, it just shows him in the movie theater with the glasses. It's like <laughs> thumbs up one hand, the other hand, not what you can't see it. <laughs> so, it can, now I can see better. <laughs> I can watch movies all day. You hear the, freeze FBI. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna cost me <laughs> I know you are one of I. Uh, you're guilty peewee you I sentenced you to 10 Get years in, in prison <laughs> oh, god I love you peewee I love you so much if you ever hear this please don't hate me because I'm such a big fan and I love you <laughs> okay so Pee-wee's Big Adventure moves on. And now we're going to take it uh, to the sci-fi action genre. And we're going to get, uh, which actually just happened to land this way. I totally not planning. So that's kind of cool. We got 1980s, The Empire Strikes Back, the Star Wars versus 1984's The Terminator. And this is going to be hard because Terminator... Actually, no, this is the wrong one. It's not The Empire Strikes Back. It's Indiana Jones. Sorry. I almost I almost pulled a fast one on you, Simo. You didn't even notice. Let's just see if I was paying. I, I was, to be honest, I, I listened to the podcast twice, and I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember what we were talking about, but I, I, think, I think we concluded that Empire Strikes Back was for losers. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Indiana whoa. Jones was more I wouldn't like, say all that. But, you know, uh, we went with Indiana Jones. It was Raiders of the Last Ark. That was the bad Copy and paste job. My bad, you guys. My bad. Even I make mistakes every once in a while. God. <laughs> <laughs> that time of year again, folks. <laughs> so we got Raiders of the Last Ark. So this is not the stuff I run. Uh, versus the Terminator. And uh, Raiders of the Last Ark was, of course, in 1981. Another Harrison Ford classic. Um, this is tough. This is tough. I'll defer to you. You go first. Well, I would defer to you because I have an opinion. Okay, so I think I, I I have to just go not with what I think the masses would say, what I would say personally, and personally, I would quote the Terminator all yeah. day. Like I to me, um, if I not look at the movies, look at the the lead actor, like the. Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Terminator to me is so much more significant to my upbringing than Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Although I love Indiana Jones, 
uh, franchise, I have to go with the Terminator on uh, this one. Dude, you know what? I, I'm with you because I love the franchise for Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? And it is something that I remember as a quintessential 80s you know, action-adventure movie. But the Terminator is like something that like, I almost think it's the eighties. Know what I mean? Like I'll be back. Arnold Schwarzenegger had like four lines in that movie. I swear to God, if you count them, he only has like four or five lines and they're all stop, baby. Well, that's actually Terminator two. When, uh, when the kid oh. teaches him, hasta la vista, baby. But that's, you know, cause he's learning nineties slang there, but he says, I'll be back. Correct. So it's like, where's Sarah Connor and some other shit in the first, but he doesn't, he doesn't talk a lot. But I'll be back is to this day referenced. Like, like you said, there's nothing yeah. that I can quote in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Awesome, sweet fucking movie. Mouth facing. Ah, fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. But the Terminator, God, it's too awesome. Like, it's, the Terminator has to move on. I'm sorry, Indy, but uh, Terminator all the way. What was that girl's name? The actress in in, in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was. Her name is Karen something. Uh, and uh, I remember as I remember she drink like a fucking fish. Yeah. Karen Allen. Man, she could really throw back some some she liquor. Was, remember that? Babe. I had a big time crush on her in Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah. Not so much now, but yeah. <laughs> Why not now? Uh, because, you know. Because she wears a diaper and has a turn off for you? Not nice. That's I mean, ageist. you wear a diaper and that's not a turn off for me, but you know. Only when I go to sleep. And when you leave bars, apparently. <laughs> Uber drivers be like, hey, buddy, I think you stepped on some shit, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I stepped on some shit. Oh, uh, uh, really? Up. Uh, uh. I'll, I'll put the window down. I gotta so throw sorry. these shoes away, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this underwear. What? Nothing. The Terminator. Uh, actually, you don't have a dollar because you lost it all in Uber cleaning fees. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator is moving on. And now that puts us with uh, E.T., the extraterrestrial in 1982, versus 1980s, The Shining. And this is a little family versus horror. And um, ooh, I'm not going to lie. The Shining, I think, is one of the sweetest scary movies of all time. Uh, literally holds up to this day. Fucking freaky. The soundtrack mm-hmm. is amazing. The camera angles of seeing the fucking kid uh, biking around the or with his little tricycle thing around. Even the the set that yeah. they filmed it, like the the it's, the house. It's so I mean, well done. Uh, that's before special effects, and it's still scary. Exactly. You know, exactly. They had man. some special effects, but not not like what they have today. You know. But ET just two years later, what they were able to do with those special effects uh, to make honestly a fucking masterpiece as far as when i think of the 80s like the shining i think if i think it's kind of a timeless movie but i don't really like i don't really give it uh oh i think of the 80s oh the shining you know but et is definitely something like like the terminator i think it's quintessential 80s i think the fashion of the movie everybody wanted to fucking 
I don't know. Everything about ET uh, was cool. So I gotta go with ET, man. I think I think ET just gives me more of those '80s sweet vibes than The Shining. I think that I had. Well, I know that I had an ET stuffed animal. I did not have a Jack Nicholson stuffed animal. <laughs> <in> a knife. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that's uh, I don't think that was ever into production. You know what I mean? They, they, him and the axe. You know what I mean? They found the kids were eating the axe. And, you know, just damn kids. I remember adorable little Drew Barrymore in ET. Um, and then she man, when <laughs> when the kid was getting sick. Because the ET was getting sick and they were linked, my heart went out to both of them. I know. I mean, the imagery of the kid on the bike flying over the moon—it's so good, like, dude. It's, yeah, Steven Spielberg. ET, eighties movies. Yeah, I think ET. I think that scene with, that you're talking about when they're both sick is the reason that Drew Barrymore started doing cocaine as a little girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's, yeah. she's near to party. I can't so. handle this. <laughs> and then she went out dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so E.T. makes it. I uh, love you, Shining, but you, know, you live another day. And up next, we have the final uh, matchup of this round. And uh, we have Rocky Three. Adrian, I am tagging versus the recently saved Gremlins. It's the final face-off of this round. So, what do you think, Mister Mao? What do you think? I think that all of my neighbors' cars are loud. Is what I'm thinking currently, um, and their dogs. Uh, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm going to look like a bitch if I if I brought back the gremlins from, um, from death, and I don't go with them. But I I do feel like. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are three gremlins, right? There's three. Yes, I think there's yeah, there's three gremlins. Um, there's, there's at least gremlins. two. Yes, there's. And I love gremlins, and like I said earlier, actually my my puppy was named Gizmo growing up, so I love the gremlins. But to me, the gremlins is more of like a cult classic, and I feel like Rocket Three is more mainstream. So. I, my vote has to go with Rocky Three, and I feel like an asshole. Sorry, Gremlins. I just want to give you a little bit more airtime. Gizmo. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to say Gizmo one last time before I know, it was too late. Honestly, I, I'm with you. Between, between you and I, if I didn't bring back Bill and Ted, I was going to bring back Gremlins. So it was a tough battle between those two to bring back. So I'm glad that you went with Gremlins. If you brought back Bill and Ted, would you have voted for Bill and Ted or Rocky Three? I would have voted for Rocky Three, dude. There's... <laughs> <laughs> I of the tiger, dude. Like I yeah. of the tiger. Mr. T is one of the most 80s person ever. When you think of the 80s, you definitely think of Mr. P. I pity the fool who don't fucking like Mr. T. So I just think I of the tiger, baby. It's one of the best goddamn movies of all time. It's one of my favorite I movies to, of all time. I used to help Mr. T when I worked in Chicago. Because I would, I would have to go up to the Burbs and Lake Forests, and he was like uh, a god up there, you know. I, th- I thought you would help him, like you know, fix up his uh, little mohawk, put on his chains. Like, no, it just happened that that <laughs> I did comedy with his daughter, not knowing that 
that they're related. I met them individually, which is and interesting. I don't know how. Like, you don't know. She dresses world. exactly like them, too. She's <laughs> mohawk. And she somehow grew a full goatee. It's really mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> you pull out chains. Tears her sleeves off every shirt. <laughs> like someone else I know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, except for this one. <laughs> That's because I like this shirt. But in a few months when it starts to die, you know, I'll probably have to do it. <laughs> I just went yeah. to the pit stains are too much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so hold on. Let me take a little hair here to keep the party going. <laughs> okay, and we're ready for round three. Okay, now we're getting closer and closer towards the grand finale here, Mister Mo. So for round three, this puts us with 1985's The Goonies, and we're facing off. With ooh, a movie of the same year, 1985's Back to the Future. So it's very appropriate. It'll be the battle of the 85. What a great year for cinema. <laughs> yeah, shit, man. Uh, very good stuff. Uh, let's see. <coughs> On the next round, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. <coughs> we'll have Pee Wee's Big Adventure, also from 1985. Going off against who versus the Terminator, 1984. So that should be a fun one. And then we have E.T. the Extraterrestrial facing off versus Rocky 3. Then after that, the three winners, do we pick one of the three? Okay, we'll have one, two, three. Yeah, we'll battle it out between those three then. After that, we can give our opinions. Maybe leave it up for the for. Oh, no, we can, can't leave it up. We can do a whole goddamn tournament and then leave it up for listeners. The fuck? <laughs> oh, sorry guys. Why are we even here? <laughs> We're gonna tell us what we think until it's time, and then we'll, we'll leave it up to you. What are we, Julie? Fucking figure out what she wants to eat for dinner. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you. What do you want? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's Osmario. He's always like, Chris, I want the protein. I'm like, okay, what kind of protein you want? You want chicken? You want fish? You want beef? You want, what is it? Uh, what do you, whatever you want. No, what do you want? I always pick, what do you want? I feel like an asshole if I always pick. It's always going to be spaghetti for me. What do you want? Well, actually, here's one way we can do this, which I think could be a fun way. We can pick one of these rounds. We get a buy type thing. And then, you know, it would go straight to the finals type thing. And we it's up to me and you to determine which round here is the most valuable with the best movies that should just move on. The and first round. You, you think the Goonies was Back to the Future? Yeah, I'm thinking. Yes. That's good. I think, yeah, that's good. I think you're right. That's good. That's good. The, the Goonies uh, versus Back to the Future. I'm glad to keep that one going. So we'll we'll resolve that one later on. So we'll put, this is a five. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, 1985 versus The Terminator, 1984 is first. This is so hard. Yeah, this is tough. I feel like this is what... I said it last time. I feel like Meryl Streep and Sophie's Choice 
<laughs> I think I'm picking between two kids. I know, man, and I don't even like kids, so I would just set them both to go. But uh, I would honestly, I think this is as far as Pee Wee goes, because if you're going to put Pee Wee up versus an action hero of the level of the Terminator in the 80s, I don't think it stacks up. I think the Terminator is one of the most 80s movies that he can possibly be. It leaves, lives, breathes the 80s. Uh so I do think that the Terminator edges out Pee Wee in this particular tournament. Um, I, have to, I have to put my foot down because I love Pee Wee. I love him, but fuck. I just, you know what? If Pee Wee didn't get caught doing the things that he did, I bet you there would have been more movies. There are more to movies. To me, Pee Wee, um, I mean, the, I think that he would have had a longer Oh yeah, he, he, he yeah for sure. Well, because he had to, he had a nice comeback later on too, which which was awesome. He got HBO special, and then he got a movie uh, with Joe Manganiello is in it, which is really fun. But yeah, he would have not had that break where with everything that went down. Uh, but he did. I have to say, even when shit went down, he still worked in Blow with Johnny Depp, uh, which is a great movie. He was uh, in Mystery Man as uh, I think he was the guy that farted, which is <laughs> 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 just really funny superpower. Great movie, and he had like a lisp type thing in that movie. It's uh, with Ben with Stiller. Kel from Keenan and Kel, right? Yeah, that's right. That movie, a bunch of husbands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, you know, you who was the I, what was the girl's character in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Was it Dottie or something? Dottie, yeah, Dottie. And she I think Pee-wee. she's the voice of of um of Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. Oh my god, it does sound just like him. Oh my god, I think you're right, dude. Wow, I never would have known. And that. she she auditioned for the voice. Wow, she's a singer too. I had no. Wow, she she needs to audition. She should just be getting stuff. She um she did a guest part on uh Friends as Phoebe's old friend and I think she stole the jingle. Yeah, Smell yeah, 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 yeah. Cat. I remember that. What yeah. are they feeding you? That's cool. That's cool. Well, sorry, so, Daddy. <laughs> but I think Terminator is going to move on. Yeah, I agree with that. Because okay. I, I, I know I used to quote both of them, but I feel like I still quote the Terminator more. I know, it's just so damn good. Um, okay, now we have E.T., the extraterrestrial, up against Rocky Three, dude. This is hard. I am honestly, I gotta do I gotta go out of the tiger again. I think this needs to be a face-off between Arnold versus Sly. Ah, uh, you know, I, I think those two are the most 80s motherfuckers I could think of. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do think Rocky Three has to edge out E.T. I, I really do. Even though Rocky's a, a, a sequel, Rocky is one of the few uh, franchises that found a way to actually like be good all throughout the sequel. Yeah. So it's all in different ways. Uh, some people don't like Rocky Five. I, I, I enjoy it. It's not. You know, you just miss Rocky being in the ring, but they're all goddamn good. And Rocky Balboa comes back and picks it up, and then fucking he does the Creed franchise, which is amazing. Uh, so I gotta say, man, I gotta uh, Rocky Three is just the most quintessential '80s. Eye of the Tiger, baby. 
I has to win. When I think the 80s, yeah, I, I definitely think of Arnold and Sylvester for sure. And then the 90s, I feel like you had more of like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, and, uh, and those two and are still rocking, but at that Steven point. Steven Seagal. Yeah, God, Steven Seagal. I hate fucking Steven Seagal. He's the worst. He's he's an interesting <laughs> character. He and he he's such a he is a weirdo. Total weirdo. And yes, you watch like listen. I know people will be like, oh, he's that Aikido master. <laughs> but if you watch the clips of him online, especially even to this day, he's like six hundred pounds for one thing. He looks like a fucking. Uh, like a fucking sea lion type thing. You know what I mean? Uh, With that sad ponytail. Yeah. He looks like a manatee and he just like does like little weird touch things. He's not <laughs> looks like a it's, manatee. It's like fucking weird. <laughs> like he doesn't look like, like he's like, come on, Steven. It's and most of the people who know stuff about stuff. I feel like say that don't bullshit. So, uh, I don't know if I really believe that he's a tough guy. I feel like he, <laughs> to be honest, he kind of reminds me of like Donald Trump in a way. Like he's just so full of shit. That you just gotta kind of like laugh and go with it, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's like, it's like, yep, you know, I'm a karate master. Okay, look at these moves. Okay, look, uh, uh, you see that cheeseburger? I just cut it in half. Oh, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, yeah, I think Rocky three. Uh, I agree. Because there were three Rockies. Well, no, there's more than three Rockies. Yeah, there's. there's of, I just went through this. It's like so yes. many of them. <laughs> but but there's only one ET. That's true. <laughs> they could have came back with a sequel, but they didn't. They should call. They it lost e. an opportunity. Et Fun Home. That would have been a great sequel name, but they didn't. Anyways, well, what if Et's family came looking for him? I mean, they did at the end. That's how the movie ends. Well, yeah, but what if? I mean, what if the, <laughs> you actually had to see them. Oh, so you have to see it from their side of it. Yeah, eh, I don't know because I don't want to see like the old Et, like the the cute one. The awesome thing was the little one. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to see. His adventures with the kid, not the fucking, not the, not their parents, just like sitting there. Then you would have to be have like subtitles the whole movie because they don't speak English. Remember, ET learns English words, but they would expect like whatever it is they they speak. The whole movie would have been like. What do you think is the best alien movie? Independence Day. <sighs> Fuck, this is a loaded question because there's so many. Alien movies, you know what I mean? Like, like Alien. But I <laughs> like, love Independence Day. Independence Day is really good. I, the Guardians of the Galaxies are movies are really good. Fuck it. I mean, you can kind of count Thor nowadays. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. There's so many good aliens movies. This is a tough one. We'll we'll have to make another tournament for that. That's a, that's a loaded question. I can't just answer that in the middle of our '80s tournament, almost finale. So. Yes. So, uh, okay. We know that in the final round here, or in the semifinals, we're going to have the Terminator versus Rocky III. Rocky Balboa. Rambo himself. And in the second round of the semis, we'll have the Goonies versus... Back to the future. Okay, and then we'll determine the finale. So, okay, let's start since the the buy was uh, the Goonies versus Back to the Future round. We'll uh, start with that. So, 
The Goonies versus Back to the Future is so goddamn good, dude. Fuck, this is a good matchup. Um, honestly, I love both movies so goddamn much that I am just. I have to go with Goonies. See, I'm just saying words right now uh, to deflect because I don't want to come up with a point just yet. And uh, you know, if you keep talking, sometimes uh, you know people might think you actually have a point brewing behind the words. Sometimes you, but it's just gas. Yes, but it's just, you know, I'm not really saying anything at all just during gas. this airtime. I am just pondering and pondering and pondering, but deflecting by speaking a lot, you know, and hoping that you guys sitting at home or in your car or on the toilet or at work or, you know, where you might be. Maybe you're on an airport right now waiting to board your flight. Maybe you're on your flight right now and the guy next to you is just like fucking taking up all the elbow space and you're like, ah, I hate this guy, you know? Uh, He's a total mouth breather with no mask on. Yeah, like fuck that guy. So I'm hoping all of you, yeah. wherever you're listening to from, uh, are not paying attention to the fact, and I'm not noticing to the fact that I'm just deflecting by speaking a lot because I don't want to have to make a decision. But anyways, I think that now that I successfully did all that and no one had any idea, <sighs> I think I have to I'm agree with you, Mr. Mom. Yeah, team, I'm slot, team sloth. I think it was a it was a great day for chunky kids in America. Because have you ever seen a chunky kid be the hero of a movie? Chunk saved the day. Chunk definitely saved the day. But technically, uh, if you want to talk some fat heroes, there is uh, the fat sidekick in Spider Man. You know the Samoan dude that is his best friend. You know, sometimes he saves the day. Where Chris Farley's been a chunky hero in Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> he was excellent. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but you're right. Chunk is awesome. The truffle shuffle is one of the most legendary dance moves of this gen- of totally. that generation, of this generation, of any generation. And I think the kids should bring it back. You kids out there TikToking and dancing. I don't TikTok dance. I do other things on TikTok. But uh, you guys should bring back the truffle shuffle. Make a trend. What was the bad people's name? The Fratellis? Yeah, the Fratellis. Mama Fratelli and her goons. I don't remember the goons. Oh. If they even Man, she was such a creepy bitch. Yeah, no, she was but I feel bitch. like I feel like that movie to for me made me want to go find treasure. I, I wanted to find a treasure map and I wanted to go I wanted a metal detector to go around on the beach and and I wanted to, you know, explore so you want to be 75 ships. years old <laughs> but i but after back watching back the future i don't remember being like let's go back in time i mean traveling time would be fucking awesome don't get me wrong that would be sweet but it's funny because you'd still be your current self traveling back in time so it's not like you could travel back in time and like fix mistakes unless like you can like talk to yourself but you're not supposed to so right you're not supposed to that would fuck up the whole time continuum, which is what was happening. Remember so. when Homer sneezed on a dinosaur? Oh, my God. Happened? That is such a good episode, dude. Watch that. I don't, I don't even remember what season it was. Uh, it's one of the, like maybe seven or eight. But yeah, Homer travels back in time, one of the Halloween episodes. It's so fucking funny. Every time he comes back, it's something different or worse. Or the one where he comes back and like they're filthy rich and they live in a mansion and they're well-behaved. And all of a sudden he's like, 
Excuse me, Marge. May I have a donut? And she's like, what's a donut? He's like, ah! He goes back in time. But then it starts raining and it literally rains donuts. It's like, ah, God, great episode. But anyways, Goonies is making it to the final, which means the second battle of the semis is going to be intense, you guys. It's almost a main event, you guys, because this is the kind of content we provide for you here at the Fresh App Podcast. Everything's the main event, but especially when you have the Terminator 1984 up against Rocky 3 in 1982. It had to fucking come down in one of these rounds to Arnold versus Sly. And no, we didn't even plan for this to land this way, but it just did. So we got Arnold versus Sly because the 80s gods willed it to be. And what do you think, Mr. Mo? This might be the hardest decision I'll ever have to make. This is so hard. And I, yeah. oh, fuck. I feel like. If it was a fight between Rocky and Terminator, obviously Terminator would win because he's bionic. Yet, although Rocky would know that he's mismatched, he will still throw a punch to the very end because he has so much heart. And I feel like, do you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> and Terminator he would, would die trying and squeeze I his face that. in. <laughs> his eyeballs explode. And I and I just I don't know I, I feel like um, Sylvester Stallone just has like a beautiful story. I don't know. I I have to go with Rocky. Wow, now that is a bold claim, but I will say you're right. Sylvester Stallone has one of the most amazing stories. But so does Arnold. Arnold came from a lot of nothing, and uh, both of those guys really are the definition of the American dream. Build yourself up from nothing and become. Were they both Mister Universe at one point or something? No, just Arnold. Uh, Sly didn't oh. do like he's because Sly's kind of short. Sly just got oh. famous from his uh, from from Rocky. Oh, no. He wrote Rocky. <laughs> oh yeah, it's more now. <laughs> uh, he made his money from Rocky, but Simon knows him from porn. <laughs> hey, you're the guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, the Terminator, Arnold versus Sly. I just love him so much. I don't know who actually I love more. I think it's like picking between uh, your parents almost. You know what I mean? Like, who do you really yeah. love most? Uh, it's so like I Mimosa can't... versus Bloody Mary. Like, they're both yeah, a great compliment to a Sunday brunch. Absolutely. And uh, one of them helps get the party one started. And one of them helps you uh, save your life from the night before. So they really yes. they each have their great purpose. So... I don't know. This is a tough battle, but I do agree. I just think, man, I of the tiger. Like, how do you? That was a song that Instagram took off today on my video. Yeah, because it's copyrighted. You can't just fucking go around using people. I found a different version of it. I thought they'd be okay, but that's still the same goddamn song. You can't. Got to get find public domain music, which is out there. So Google that shit art creators don't get your stuff flagged like CMOs. uh yeah cool workout jams <laughs> uh okay so we both agree that rocky will make it to the finals so this leaves us with a very interesting finals because we have 1982's Rocky 3 
up against 1985's The Goonies. And this is going to be intense. I need, a, I need a second to have Julie over here uh, filling up my water. Texting her. I don't know. To do for minutes, but you know. You know. Yeah, she decided to do other stuff rather than wait on me hand or foot. You know? Which I guess is okay. <laughs> but you know. You have a really nice maid, I mean girlfriend. <laughs> That's why I call her my girlfriend, not my maid, because then you have to pay the maid. You know? Do you pay her? I mean love her? <laughs> Okay. So yeah, this epic finals. We have the Goonies versus Rocky Three, dude. And I don't know. This is Eye of the Tiger has pushed Rocky pretty far. But the truffle shuffle. Really? Oh the truffle. I gotta go Goonies. Yeah. If I if I if I could pick one movie from this list that I can watch over and over and over without being bored. It's the Goonies all the way. I get so, even though I'm so much older now than these kids were when they filmed it, I still get that sense of excitement and suspense when, when they're, you know, climbing down under that little like sewer drain from when chunk broke the, the water jug. I just had to go Goonies. I think it was, it was a, it was a good day for um, uh, chunky little kids. It was a good day for people with birth defects. And I love how they try to pass it off like Sloth was dropped a few times as a baby. And that's why he looks like that. But no, 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 no. no. That was – she was smoking some shit. And that's that's a mixture of fetal alcohol syndrome and like <laughs> using like forceps to yank that that head out of her snatch. Something's not right. Yeah, right. This is why you don't use the same tongues that you grill with to uh, deliver the baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bad things will happen. That's, that's a big that. head. She, it must have it must have ripped her wide open. That's why she's in such a foul mood. <laughs> She's like, I can kill whoever I want to because this big ass head killed my pussy. <laughs> well, technically, it I was rather it. rather egg shaped too, so it was kind of long. Maybe maybe he like slid right out, like Ooh. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Ooh, so you say the Goonies? I yeah. the tiger did a thing versus hey, you guys. <laughs> you ain't bad. You guys. <laughs> Fuck, Rocky <man>. Road? <laughs> Baby? Ruthie? And the funny thing is, uh, you can't tell if you're Dewitt Sloth or Sylvester Stallone right there. They sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, dude, I never thought I would see the day. But I have to vote against Rocky this one. I think you're right. I think I have to give it to the Goonies. As the it's like the 80s, 80s movies. Movie of all time, you guys. Uh, Rocky 3 was very close, don't get me wrong. But I feel like it's honorable for it to get this second place. I don't feel any shame in having it to lose to the Goonies. That just. The Goonies is so goddamn 80s, you guys. Everything about it is super 80s. It's the type of 80s. Uh, kids adventure genre that things like Stranger Things today are inspired on. Uh, it, it's too goddamn good. You can't 
it's legendary. It's iconic. It's everything. And, and fuck, Rocky Three is too. But I just feel like when you think of the 80s, it's got to be the Goonies. So I'm going to grave it to the, to the Goonies as well. Which means, you guys, that we have come to a conclusion of the greatest 80s movie tournament ever. And now we know who the grand winner is. What is the greatest 80s movie of all time? It's the Goonies, you guys. In 1985, the year that Mama Mo started crying herself to sleep every single night. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> when Steve was born. <laughs> like, Are you sure that's I my kid? <laughs> I rolled down the stairs every day for the last nine months, hoping <laughs> to this pregnancy. She's, uh, that, that's actually how Steve persevered. That's actually how Simo knew that Sloth wasn't shaking as a baby because uh, Mama Mo came on the podcast earlier and was like, you guys, I shook him every day and nothing happened. <laughs> so you know, that's um, inaccurate. <laughs> when I think of like 80s music, I think Cindy Lauper and she had that great song in the Goonies. Remember a music video was playing a little bit on the TV. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. That was a good Good enough, good enough for you. Oh, don't sing. It makes me think of I have the tiger. I'm getting sad. I have the tiger. Is it the. Oh, God, sorry, Sylvester. I'm sorry, Rocky. Slide. Don't hate me. But if you must, make sure you follow us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast and DM us and tell me. You know, uh, that's on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter at Frat Chat Podcast. You can also. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, if you really, really upset at us, you also check out our uh, Frat Chat Podcast YouTube uh, playlist at tiny.cc slash Frat Chat Podcast. And if you're super, super upset, you can also follow me and Simo on all social channels. You can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok at Carlos Does the World, and on Twitter at Carlos Does World. You can follow me on YouTube tiny.cc slash Carlos does the world. You can follow my good buddy Seema over there at chris.more.comedy on Instagram and on TikTok and see more comedy on Twitter. So do it, Sylvester. You know, if you're really, really upset, just saying. <laughs> so on that note, Mr. Mo, now that we know what the greatest 80s movies of all time, and now that maybe Nate Gonzalez can stop crying and send me DMs to please pick the Goonies. <laughs> And stop uh, uh, talking about Ghostbusters. Because you're scared. You can't sleep tonight. Uh, uh, you know, the Goonies, they cut a scene out that ultimately fell on the cutting room floor. But there's a really scary scene that I saw one time of an octopus. So when they all went down the water slides before they got on the ship, they were all, like, attacked by this giant octopus. So then if Nate would have seen that, this movie wouldn't have been the one. So. I know. He would have lost sleep. He would have been like, no. Yeah, <laughs> he puts the puss in octopus. Uh, get us out of here, Mr. Mo. <laughs> I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second. All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. See ya. Peace. <laughs>